Really? Damn. I'm just so not like. What is your world what are you like? Talking about? We have to talk about your world. Tears and shotguns. <laughs> You're the man, dude. <laughs> um, ooh, ooh, Latin flavors today. Oh, oh. Get back to the roots. <laughs> get into the roots. Uh, where you at? Where can people see you, Tina? All right, mommies. If you're listening to this the day it drops, I will be at the Omaha Funny Bone in Omaha, Nebraska, August 1st through 4th. And then with my jeans, August 16th and 17th, you guys, your mom's house is coming to Houston, Texas on the 16th. Yo. Doing Fitzgerald. Houston is kicking it in the balls. <laughs> Houston is rocking out. Is it? And uh, we need you. To, that's going to sell out. If that's you're in Houston there. and you haven't bought your tickets yet, that's going to sell out. And I'm not even joking. So if you're there, we'd love to see you come out now. Dallas is lagging. What the fuck is going on in Dallas, <sighs> August 17th? Um, if you don't want us, Dallas, then just let us know. But if you want us, look, get your friend a ticket. If you're coming yeah. to the show... Buy your friend a ticket, because we need you to get tickets. Get some. Get some tickets. <laughs> Support some shit. Right. All right. And then also, August so 20, tribal. August 22nd through 24th, Comedy Spot Comedy Club, Scottsdale, Arizona. And then September 4th through 7th, Cap City Comedy Club, Austin, Texas. And finally, your mommy is going back to her birth country. You've asked for it. I'm finally going to do it. I am coming to Toronto, Canada. What's up, T Dot? Oh, snap. Excellent. Right? My first time back. I was born there. I haven't been back. What? So, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's I'm, crazy. I haven't talk. been back since 1980, man. September, that's September 12th through 14th at the Underground Comedy Club. And now that's supposed to be off the chain. Right? I'm, d- I'm there this month. What? It's the shit. Are you doing, you're doing the Underground? Yeah. It's the shit. They flew out my whole podcast. I, oh, oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. I did it a couple months ago. It was. Awesome. I call it Gorillas in the Mist because it's just everybody's high and you just see weird things in the back just you moving do. through the mist. <laughs> People are very Great. high. Um, you get high standing on stage, yeah. by the way. Oh, You'll be good. high before you hit yeah. the stage. As good. your foot presses, um, you're bye-bye. So, all right. Uh, you can see me August 1st through 4th at the Richmond Funny Bone, the 8th through the 10th, Scottsdale, Scott, Stand Up Scottsdale. Of course, the live podcast, the 16th and 17th in Houston and Dallas. Get your tickets now. Go to yourmomshousepodcast.com or go to tomsegura.com or christinacomedy.com. There's links to all those tickets. Uh, later in the month, let's see, I'm being, I'll be in Philadelphia at uh, Helium, uh, August 29th through 31st. I'm doing Long Island, September 5th through 7th, McGuire's. And then we just added, that there's, there's a couple other cities coming up, but we added the links are up for Columbus. We're doing Woodlands one night only. Okay. And the Zanies date is on sale. Oh, uh, September 30th. That's just one show. Bam. Um, Nashville. You guys are hustlers. We We're are. total are hustlers. Are you guys doing door deals? Yeah, man. That's how it goes, bro. So <laughs> That's how you roll. Come out. You're begging these clubs for a dollar. Fuck Go that. Go play down the street at the fucking <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> um, now, uh, if you don't know that voice already, you're out of your mind. It's uh, the manager at Buffalo Wild Wings, Sam Tripley's here. Come down, man. We got some honey wings. We're really excited about it. Some dates? Anybody, anywhere people can see you, my man? Yeah, uh, this weekend I'm at the uh, Mad, the ones I can remember, the Madhouse <laughs> in San Diego this weekend, Friday, Saturday. Then I'm going to be out at the Toronto Underground, High on Trees, yeah. 15, 16, 17. Fuck yeah. Then I'm uh, supposed to do something for Showtime, this sex awards thing coming oh, up in September. So yeah. more right. dates coming, so we'll see. And everyone can see, find everything at... Sam at uh, samtriply.com and uh, the Naughty Show podcast on naughtyshow.net. There's this like crazy uh, website called ning.com. You guys might want to check into it. Ning? Ning.com. N-I-N-G.com. You create your own social media for your fans to come, and it's got chat boards, and people can start all this crazy stuff. So it's a great way to... It's not just a website. It's like a whole like community behind it. So if you guys... You have such foreigner influence <laughs> because you speak with your hands. Yes. Like that's... <laughs> As the guy who plays the tribal music in the background... You could very well you be. You could totally be an Armo you belong, off the boat. Yeah, you belong oh, I'm in Santee Alley. Such an Alley. Armenian. Don't you belong in Santee? Like, come on, buddy, buddy, yeah. come here, look at bro, this. Bro, half for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was watching Rogan's uh, uh, TV show, and they're trying to find a <sighs> Bigfoot. Big I'm yeah. like, that's just going to be an 
angry Armenian when you find him. Just one <laughs> anger. Bro, leave me alone, bro. I was watching it last night. That was really funny. I, it, it made me laugh so hard when they were showing that, um, that old footage. Of the like the only footage of, of of Bigfoot, yeah, and like Rogan's like that shit looks bullshit, like bullshit, <laughs> and uh, that guy, the guy, the expert was like, actually, this is what makes me think that it's real, and they're like, what? And Duncan goes, that guy. He's like, that guy looks like he's late to a meeting the way he's walking. Because <laughs> it does. And the guy, the expert on human behavior or human physical uh, movement was like, no, that movement is consistent with some hybrid. It was crazy, but it's a super entertaining show. Yeah, man. I mean, I get it. It's just like, uh, you know, I don't know what the conclusion was. I, you know, I had to jam to a gig. But it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did they find him? Is that the end know. of it? I don't know. I mean, no, are you I, telling I, me with all these iPhones, no one's clipped it's, a Bigfoot? The Bigfoot experts say that Bigfoots are good at sensing cameras. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Right? Uh, iPhone G. <laughs> run yeah, off run and off. nobody? Uh, it's bullshit. Um, but it's still a really fun show on Sci-Fi. Check out Joe Rogan questions everything. I mean, he's it's it's great. That's a perfect great. show for him. Huh? It's perfect so great. show. Yeah. He even oh says God. it's his dream. He can investigate everything. Yeah. What is he doing next? Do you know? Uh, there's all oh, there's chemtrails is coming up. Oh, they that's have great. Uh, they have a ghosts episode. I'm very excited up. for all that. Yeah, it's fun. It'll be fun. Are you ready to start the show? I'm ready, Gene. Let's do it. I like to pet, and every evening we get set. I stroke it every chance I get. It's my girl's pussy. Seldom plays and never purrs, and I love the thoughts it stirs. But I don't mind because it hurts my girl's pussy. Often it goes out at night, returns at break of dawn. No matter what the weather's like, it's always nice and warm. It's never dirty, always clean. In giving thrills, never mean, but it's the best I've ever seen. Is my girl's pussy. This shit is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsis. Welcome to your mom's house. I wish I had some Molly right now. <laughs> Just get some glow sticks and dry hump something. Uh, Sam, Sam, the Armenian in me just wants Go, to grind on something. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Bro, your music is kicking. Um, Sam, you're so full of it. I love it. You're full of energy, full of life. Sam's always been like this. Yeah, Do you realize, oh, you I know, know, I wanted to tell you this. Um, you're just full of everything. You ready? Full, of, full of shit. No, no. <laughs> we had full of denial. You're just so like, ugh. that's how What's Sammy's always. You know that I've known Sammy um, almost Since twelve the groundlings? years. We just had uh, uh, Kat Reitman here. Oh, awesome. Ago, and I, I was telling... Uh, has she caught up to her voice? Has she caught up to her voice? <laughs> I mean, I've always felt she had this very dignified voice. It's yes. been around the world and oh, seen right. a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, the queen would talk like that. Yes. Yeah. But it was always coming out of this, like, 20-year-old girl. I'm like, you haven't caught up to your voice yet. Oh, it's getting there. I mean, she's about to have a baby. So oh, that's, yeah. that's That's growing. That's awesome. Yeah. Very talented. Super talented. And I was telling her and Christina that, like, I look back... On like those classes with like such a fondness of the people, like that I feel like they're like high school you know classmates. Yeah, man, you know it mean? was a very talented group. And we and uh, you were like, this is exactly how he was, exactly like super that? high. Absolutely, that has I, not changed a bit. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Sam, were you always like this? I've always been. I said, fake like- it till you make it. That's what I say. <laughs> Act like you're having fun. Well, you weren't always like this because I've seen a picture of you with long hair. Oh yeah, <laughs> you so, see my driver's license. I'm down so here. Hysterical. I, I look can't like uh, Hebrew Chris Cornell from Soundgarden. <laughs> if like he had like the biggest Jew schnoz you could find, that's how I look like in high school. But it was very. I mean, in college. But it's very weird that look is like a lot of girls didn't like it, but the ones who love it. 
Love it. Yeah. It's like when I had a mohawk for three months. That's a great look, but you know why? You look a lot like Joe Strummer. Everybody It's like so weird. Either you're like all into the Tripoli mohawk yeah. or you're like, don't go near my children. <laughs> I remember, wait, I saw the great. Tripoli mohawk. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a weird look. You can't have a mohawk and a gut. It's just a, it doesn't work. You're like, we want revolution, but I don't want to get off the couch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, uh, last time we talked, uh, we also talked about how your dad is the fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> he, my dad. He, like, he positions. Like angle stuff so that he can get laid. <laughs> What's his look like? Right now, right my now? dad is plowing a black ass. <laughs> He's got this girl who used to dan- uh, dance on Motown. He's crushing wow. that, and then he gambles all day. And he's really? like, he's been like this casino in Arizona's. <sighs> Uh, gambler of the month, like month after month after month. <laughs> That's all he does is get, he's living the best life ever. And was he into gambling when you guys lived in oh, Vegas? Oh, yeah. yeah. When I, well, That's he never lived a, in Vegas. Be a problem, I right? lived in Vegas. Oh, I thought he lived there. I'm actually from upstate New York. See, what the fuck, man? See, I was up front. My dad convinced me I should go to Vegas. You know, he's like, oh, you should try this city. It's real fun. It's great. I didn't realize that he just wanted me to go there to buy a house so he could write off on his taxes, <laughs> flights to Vegas, so he could gamble every weekend. Jesus Amazing. Christ. What's his game? What's he good at? Uh, poker. He loves poker. He used to play a lot of blackjack, but it's poker And now. did he win a significant amount? I mean, I, I, I can watch my dad lose 20 hands in a row, and I'll be like, how's it going? He's like, oh, I'm even. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Poker players are all full of shit on everything. Everything. But they got money, dude. They do. I opened for a guy uh, a number of years ago who'd never heard of, and he looked weathered and worn. And we were doing Atlantic City, and uh, he was like, "He looked like Atlanta C- Atlantic looked, City." He looked like Atlantic City, <laughs> and he was like, uh, "He had a horrible act." And and he knew it, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I know you think I'm an old hack." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, I don't, I don't think." That. He goes, "I know you. I don't give a shit." And I was like, "All right." And then we'd finish the show. He'd be like, "You ready to hit the tables?" I go, "I don't play poker." He's like, "Ah, you're a fucking pussy." And I was like, "All right." And then I would go down. I'd walk the floor, like you know, when you don't have money, you just walk the floor, look around, watch people watch. And I'd see him, and then I'd see him the next day. And I was like, how'd it go? He's like, fuck. He goes, I played till 8 a.m. And I was like, 8 a.m.? He's like, yeah, I'm down 50 bucks. I'm like, that's it? Like, you're down 50 bucks? You played till 8 in the yeah. morning? No way. And the whole weekend was every day, like the next day, he's like, I'm up 300. I'm down 200. I'm up 500. And he, he took these gigs just to play poker. Like, he didn't take it to do oh, the show. Oh, that's so awful. Yeah. <laughs> He had this horrible. I mean, it was a horrible act. Man. Uh, what was it? Do you can you give me a taste? Was it? Uh, you know, it's one of those. Like I you had. Gotta you know suck what? Dick. You saw. <laughs> you saw a Ladies. similar act uh-huh. when we did when I did Vegas and you came with me. Uh huh. And the oh, guy, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's not him. It's not from the '80s where the guys are in the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like where they're doing like references of shows that haven't been on the air in right, 15 yeah. years and they're like you're at home watching good times yeah and you're like what what's good times come on it's the biggest fucking show and you're like i mean it was the biggest show like you'd have to have a dvd collection to know what the fuck they're talking about man so he had that stuff and then he had like a prop finish like to you know and it was terrible man it was terrible the prop, he knew it was terrible and like sometimes in in Atlantic City, like casino, sometimes there'll be a crowd where like a lot of older people will come to one show, yeah. and they'll be like, "You're good," and he'd be like, "I still got it." Like, he'd feel good about it, but then when it was full of like younger people, he'd be like, "These fucking assholes!" <laughs> like he'd be so angry because they, he could sense how much they hated his act. Right, of course, because it was so dated. It was just so bad, you know. That is my biggest fear: is not to be able to write any new material. Yeah, of course. To just coast on. And I got I got in this place a, like a couple months ago where I was just afraid to do new shit. Yeah. So I'm just doing this old stuff. I'm like, man, I, if I get stuck in this rut, that's how you die, and yeah. that's how you become irrelevant if your act isn't like growing all the time. Yeah, yeah. That is one thing I do enjoy about remakes. Is like when they remake all these movies on old TV shows. It's like, oh, I could use those references all over again. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not afraid to do that. No. Or if you have, you know, you ever have a, a bit where the bit came out of a news story. 
and then the news story dies. That's the worst. But then a similar story comes out, and you're like, I'll just repurpose yeah. that shit. <laughs> I do this weird thing. My brain works weird where I'll, like, I'll have a punchline, and it just it's like this weird punchline in this bit that doesn't work. So I'll just take the punchline and put it in some weird yeah. compartment in my head, and then this other joke will come out. I'm like, boom, now we got a tag. Yeah, It's crazy how jokes work, man. Do you remember, oh, yeah. you know what we did last week? Um, when we did, I did uh, the Ice House with... Uh, Rogan, Duncan, and Red Band. And we, uh, Rogan and Duncan and I all agreed to open on the oldest joke we could remember. That you did? Yeah. Like open with one of your old, like the oh, oldest joke you remember doing. Yeah. I actually had a hard time remembering like a really old short joke. I remembered like, I remembered a joke that I wrote probably two years into it, you know, like two years into it, but I couldn't remember like, the like uh, Joe like remember like the first joke pretty much. Oh, like, I remember my first big joke. You do, what which was it? it's totally a dirty joke. It, yeah, but yeah. it's about girls give hand jobs like they're starting lawnmowers. And I remember doing that <laughs> in the first time I ever did stand up, which was in this really bad coffee shop. And I did it, and the place exploded. Yeah, and I was hooked. Yeah, <laughs> so I thought I was the man. It was really interesting because you crush your first time. Like I got this. This is so mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, yeah. And then next week I ate it so hard, and it's like heroin. Yeah, like a heroin withdrawal. You ever mm-hmm. done a good show followed by a horrible show? Yeah, yes. and of you're course. like, oh, you're like jonesing for that laugh. Yeah, it's well, bad. or sometimes you have weeks so bad. I know this happened to you, Tommy. Where like the, every show is like, what the fuck is going on? Like, am I the worst comedian that's ever lived? I question what I'm doing. Yeah, right. Like, why I am quit. I in this? I should yeah. be a school teacher. Does this ever happen to Cat Williams? <laughs> and you're like, I, no. I guess I'm not funny anymore. Yeah, like, I thought I was funny before I got here, and now after four shows. Maybe this shit sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like maybe this sucks, man. I always pray that the owner doesn't come first show of the week. Oh, yeah. Because that's always the heat check show for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. can I get away with? What am I working with? Yeah. yeah. And it, it's a, always a tank fest for me <laughs> where I'm like, I just did uh, I just did the laugh stop in Ka- Cahuga Falls, oh, I've never which is that. a great club. Jim Florentine plays it a lot. It's literally like going back to 1985. I'm not lying to you. There's so much brown everywhere. You're like, this is 85. It's got to be 70s, 80s. But the first night I did it, I just came in and I, I, you know, I've been having all these great sets. I'm doing stand-up and things are going really well. And then I do this bit about when I had to play a room full of special people. And I, I go into it and the room just ices on me. Yeah. And <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. But they're like, there's a bunch of special people here, and the room's so dark, it was all black special people, and I didn't see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and they were laughing, the spe- but the people they were with fucking hated me, dude. Wow. And, and then I'm just trying to dig myself out, and the more I dig, the deeper I go. Yeah. And then I did a joke about one of them looking like precious, and then I just, <laughs> the whole room, I on my first night there, I walked almost two-thirds of the room. What? Oh, wow. And I'm like, I may never be back. And where was this? Where was this? Cuyahoga Falls. It's called The Laugh Stop. <laughs> Did you ever get the play? Best club ever. It's And the owner, Pete, is the coolest guy on the planet. He's old school funny. Ooh, man. That is man. hysterical. You know what? Actually, Thursday's my best show because I, I, I'm so out of it because I've usually traveled that day that it's very loose and it's very fragmented because I don't have my hour for what I'm going to do there, you know? Yeah. Actually, it's my favorite show of the week because by Sunday, I'm ready to put a fucking bullet in my mouth because uh, I'm just sick of hearing my voice. Yeah. I'm sick of, of doing what I'm doing. That's my biggest problem is like yeah. I'll have a winning formula and I'm like, I'm bored of that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Let's just call plays from a hat and just throw it out there and <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, that's the of whole course. thing. But that's, that's why you keep uh, writing stuff because you get bored. That's why. But there are some comics that can do no, they the press same play. app, push play on the thing, and then just, and then, and then, and you're like, I, yeah, like I used to feature for people, especially with one person who, who does the same act now for like five years. And I could do this person's act verbatim from the back of the room. It was so boring. It was yeah. so boring. And did the crowds come back for that? Mm, I don't know, honestly. I, I have been say, I have been doing this were. thing now, though, where like I, like I used to mix it up more. Like with like whatever, and ever since I started recording stuff, I have this mentality of like, I'll try all the time to work on a new one, like a new hour. You know what I mean? Like I go into a weekend thinking like that. So I like once I have enough 
stuff that's not old. I, I just keep trying to hone. Well, that's acceptable. Yeah. That's yeah. that's yeah, that's what you do. But I'm saying even when you do that week after week, there's shows now where it's it's newer stuff. But I go, I am so sick of yeah. saying this. Bored, yeah, yeah. I've said it. I said it. You know, fucking six weeks in a row every show. Like I'm, you know, I'm I'm trying to get it to a good spot, but I'm it's still rough, already man, tired because you, you're hearing it over and over. But it's new to them. It's new to that audience. Yeah. yeah. It's new to the audience, but and 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 you have to remind yourself of that. Sometimes you have to remind yourself. How's like, your closers? Do you guys have the same closers forever? Like I always yeah. feel it's got to be this Broadway production closing where it's like I stop and like like lights, fireworks go <laughs> off, confetti, dancers. You know, I feel like it's got to be that. Yeah. So I only have a couple closers, and I just I can I, I I'm always worried that the crowd comes back and sees the same closer over and over. Oh yeah, no, oh. I mean I think those get shifted out too, though, right? Like I I closed on one joke for like two years, got tired of it, just stopped doing it. Does it have to be a big? Boom, or do you I used be to be like, bam, okay, good night. I think it's bam, good night for yeah. me. Sometimes I've just been like, all right, I'm done talking. Goodbye, guys. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, why does it have to be fireworks? That's what I'm asking. Does it? I, the whole hour's I been think good, it's, right? It's, I mean, who you, it's who you ask. My opinion of it is no, it doesn't have to be kaboom. So it doesn't have to be an ending. I like don't think big... so. I think if it's consistent, like if it's good, and you've been doing, like you said, like a whole hour of Yeah, we've good had stuff. fun this yeah. whole time. Yeah. What the fuck? Man? I've started. I've started. Um, I'm gonna uh, do a, a special coming up, and I think I'm closing on a story, like a story that's full of jokes. But I'm gonna close on a story. Do it. Yeah. Do it. And then do it's your hour. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what you do: throw down the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I love my mother. Boom! Throw it down and just walk out. Bam. That always makes it big. Hold your dick too. I've been doing a lot of storytelling now, but my biggest problem is, I, again, I feel like I need this big button at the end. To make it, ah, and then we'll move on to the next story. Sure. Do you guys do? Yeah, there should be a button. Yeah, no, it's hard. hard. I've been talking, I've been trying to watch a lot of storytelling shows and stuff like that to see exactly how they do it. I have great stories. Do them. Do stories. It's great. I've been trying to do more and more stories. And the thing is, the more you tell those stories on stage, you, because you're a natural joke person, you find jokes in them that you didn't think about were there, but you have to say them. That first is to the do key it. to doing material over and over again. Your yeah. head just starts trying to find new ways to entertain yourself, and that's yeah. how you tag the shit out yeah, of it. Yeah, that's so true. You get bored of hearing what you've been doing. Yeah, good point. It's the way to do it. And stories, um, the thing about stories, too, if you can find a funny story to tell, it's so personal that it really is unlike anybody else's material. You know, when we do like bits, like even the most original bit, it has. Some influence, something similar, some that you might not even be aware of somebody else's. But when you start telling stories about things that have happened to you, that's that's your own story. Like nobody is similar to you when you tell a story. Yeah, I already started telling stories a while ago, and that's when things started really going well for him. Yeah, yeah. I have two. I, I'm about to put this other album about these observations. I think I'm just going to take that, set them on fire, and then start something else. Yeah, and just that's do crazy, weird ass stories of debauchery. Yeah, by the way, um, I wanted to plug this. My, um, I did Ari's storytelling yeah, show. Yeah, I heard you crushed. Um, and it came out today. So if, oh, you, um, okay. if you go to YouTube and you go ch- uh, type in uh, th- This Is Not Happening, which is the name of the series, it's on Comedy Central's YouTube channel. And mine came out today. So just look um, Comedy Central, This Is Not Happening, and you'll see you know, every, there's a lot of stories. Kyle Kinane, Sean Patton, Joey Diaz. But mine is about when I overdosed <laughs> on drugs when I was a freshman in college, and I tell that story. And um, yeah, check it out. So good it was time. really fun. It was a really good time. <laughs> good thing. I want to know what you overdosed. Sounds like I have to listen to the story. <laughs> so check. Yeah, listen to the story. Another thing I want to plug. Uh, plug away, bro. Because I, I forget. <laughs> if I, um, I shot, I directed a short film that I wrote last year with Ryan Sickler. Uh, and we, I directed it last year, had it edited. I was going to submit it to film festivals, but like honestly, looking at the submission process was like applying to medical school. Right. Mm. And I was like, fuck this, man. Like, this is just to submit it. So I was too overwhelmed just by looking at the forms, and I decided just to put it online. So so why not? If you go to my YouTube channel, which is just Tom Segura, it's called Nine Inches. And um, if you want to find out what those nine inches are in reference to, mm. but I would love if you're a listener of our podcast, will you please check out 
this short film. And if you like it, please share it with people. You can email it, tweet it, show it to your friends. It, that's the only, it doesn't cost you a thing to do. Just watch it, check it out. It's called Nine Inches, and it's on my YouTube channel. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. Shout um, out to the game. Now, can we talk about Sam Tripoli for a moment? Yeah, of course. And he's right here. Sam, <laughs> you, you know what's so funny? Ever since I did your Naughty Show, which, guys, if you haven't seen the Naughty, naughty Show. Naughty Show is an experience. Now, you tour with the Naughty Show. Yeah, right I do. We just did uh, Vegas a little while ago. We're working Perfect. on negotiating another place. I like to be in Vegas at least once a month. If not every Jesus. week. That's a Vegas show. That's a perfect thing. I would love to. I mean, I went to college there. I wouldn't mind being back there a Did you go bit. to UNLV? Yeah. Really? Yeah. My cousin went to UNLV. I loved it, man. I'm I mean, sure the did. only other place I probably would like to have been, and maybe Florida or, or Miami. That's it. Yeah. But for the most part, I had a, a phenomenal time. Oh, my God. What <laughs> did you study in school? I studied psychology because I like the movie what? Basic Instinct. That's the only reason. And Science of Lambs. Such a retard. <laughs> Just like, oh, they're psychologists. I'll, I'll do it. Because I always wanted to be a comedian from day one. And <clears throat> when I got there, there was only one open mic every other week in Vegas. Oh, geez. And the guy who started kind of the Vegas comedy scene was Doug Stanhope. Oh. He was the, like, the, kind of the first run, and I was the second run. It was me and Joe Coy, and we kind of never got along. So he would have his whole stuff, and I'd have my whole stuff. You and Joe Coy didn't get along? We, I mean, we are what we are. You know, yeah, we didn't really get along at Back all. Back then. Why not? Uh, I don't know, man. It was just like we just didn't see the world the same way. All and right. we kind of had a just, we didn't agree with it. And he did stuff I didn't like, and I probably did stuff he didn't like. And then it just never worked out. And so then it, it like, just became, you're on, you do team Edwards and team whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? yeah. So, but is Vegas why? Because I'm trying to think of, like, I've known you now for a few years. Like, what is it about strippers? What is it about uh, the derelicts, the, the masturbators, the, the, the night? What is it counts? about that? You love, this is you know, your sh- lane. Yeah. I just always, I just, man, I watch television. I just see nerds everywhere. <laughs> and I just was like, that's not me. That you know, where is it for me? And where? You know, and so I just said the naughty show is somewhere where people who like kind of edgy or dark and dirty comedy can come watch edgy, dark, dirty comedy. And then they were adding porn stars, and that just became about porn stars. And it's really not about that. It's really about you know all the outlaw shit. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you what I love about the naughty show? I've done I think two of them, and I've been to a couple more. The naughty show is literally. In in we're talking in Los Angeles, the sec, the big the entertainment capital of the world, of all the shows that I've performed on and 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 been a part of, and and watched, it's like one of the few, very few, where I feel like you put on a show, like yeah, old school. as a as an as a person going to be entertained, you're watching an entire show of entertainment. So from the when the when the thing starts. You're like, what? There's a girl upside down on a pole. Like, what's happening here? Then you come out and you're dressed in a suit, which I love. Yeah. Watching my host like that. You have, uh, you know, you have jokes. Then you have like a a video that might play that you guys shot. Then there's um, like a question and answer segment with somebody. And the whole time you're like, there's new things coming at you. And when the show is over, you feel like, you were thoroughly entertained. Yeah, I try to put something new on there like every five minutes, like an ADD theater. Turn and burn. Nobody can get bored of anything. And that's why the last comic goes up, the crowd's still hot because mm-hmm. they haven't been allowed to get bored. Mm-hmm. There's a guy doing like 40 minutes, which is a closer. There's like, boom, turn, turn and burn, turn and burn, turn and burn. And the thing about the Naughty Show is all you have to do is be funny. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, have, doesn't matter what kind of comedy you do. You just got to be funny. Sorry, can you turn me down a little bit? Turn you down? Mm-hmm. No, um, you can't come over. And I, and I, um, I became obsessed with one of the strippers that I met on your show. Who? Uh, uh, let me tell you how funny you are. Love. I put you in the show. He, I, I put you in the show, and you had just followed like this weird debauchery thing from Atsumi Max. Where we did a Q and A, and every time she got an answer wrong, he would uh, this guy oh. would get get beaten the ass from the penthouse pet right. ear. Okay, I remember. And it was really funny. <laughs> it was good. And you were in the back going, "What the fuck am I gonna I do?" I know. I believe Jews to are go funny. Next. Yeah, and you went up there and you killed <laughs> Aww, so thanks. hard. You're sweet. And we showed a video after that, and it bombed so hard. <laughs> 
We've never shown that video since. Really? And it was a video about like um, people donating their own pornography to third world countries. <laughs> That's really, really funny. funny. It's really funny. <laughs> it, it, it was really funny. funny. Oh. It was really funny. But it couldn't follow Christina. Well, it couldn't follow right. Thunder. That's not true. Yeah. But thank you so much for saying that. But I got obsessed with um, Malice. Oh, everybody McMahon? loves Malice. McMunn, right? Yeah. That's my name? Alice I, McMunn. She just goes by Malice. She's love kind Malice. Of a legend out of Portland. Like, if you go to Portland, oh. you go, hey, you know Malice is? Everybody knows who Malice is. Follow her on Instagram every day. I look forward to seeing her walking her mini pins. I, I see her around my, my apartment my, where I live. I live what? in this. Uh, like Tell her this, I said, what's up? I live by the uh, Hollywood Bowl in this nice little, like, oh, yeah. super studio. I used place. to live there. I love it. I used to live um, on North Las Palmas Ave, which cuts through. It's actually one of the apartments is right there across the It from goes the bowl. Hollywood Bowl, parking, uh, all the parking, and then my place. Yeah. I love living there, but I see her all the time. Love Hair her. done, love high her. heel spikes, walking these two <laughs> little dogs. Now, what uh, I love about Malice is that she is not your typical blonde Barbie stripper. Yeah. I mean, this chick's like straight goth out of the 80s, mohawk. Crazy seen her fucking, in Vegas. What did she do? I love Malice. Tell Man, me. let me tell you, dude. There's a couple moments where you're like, wow, this is like the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And we did the hard rock. It went dice, then the naughty show. And they gave us like this real horrible spot, like midnight in Las Vegas. It's like, who's going to go to a comedy show? It's right. like everyone's dropping Molly and grinding down at a club, you know? Right, right. But we'd actually put like 100 people in each <laughs> night. At, mi- at midnight, that's pretty damn good. Sure. Well, the first show, man, I bring up Malice, and uh, she goes up to Slayer's Angel of Death, uh-huh. and the light guy is going in, and the the uh, the pole that she worked on spun, so she went up there, locked her legs, what? hung upside down, and spun around, and it's like, Angel of Death! It was the, the coolest rock and roll moment <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. She's dope, dude. And she has Vine videos that she makes because she works at Cheetah's. And I fucking I could watch that girl twerk all day long. Yeah, well, watch there's something the there's something about <laughs> she's talented. Some of the bikini bars in Hollywood that are pretty cool. If you go to, like Jumbo, that's Clown become Room. a bikini bar. Cheetahs, right? Isn't that a Cheetahs now? Yeah, like there's parts of LA that have this weird, weird, weird kind of um, thing where it's like now you can't even show nipples. Really? Did you know that? I didn't know that. that. Cheetahs, the Cheetahs that we used on to live by. Yes. Yeah. That is now a bikini bar. It's not a strip club. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So they can't show what? They can't show titties? They can't... Yeah. They could never show cooter. You couldn't do that in LA. But that one's not a strip club. Cooter. (laughs) Show me your cooter. (laughs) (laughs) But crazy girls, can you see titties? You can see titties at crazy girls. I eat the ass and pussy all the time. I got nothing. (laughs) Who is that? (laughs) That's Yoshi. (laughs) (laughs) Someone just tweeted a quote from uh, (laughs) Cat Williams. Yeah. He's like, all these and 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 are eating ass, but they won't eat the first slice of bread. You know, <laughs> no little slice of bread. No, apparently, oh, yeah. black guys won't eat that. <laughs> they'll eat assholes. Eat assholes. Wait, I, you- I like women's pussy and asshole. That's the best part. Now, wait, are you saying that black guys don't eat puss? They only eat ass? No, I'm saying that they won't eat that. Eat that little that like first slice, slice of bread. Right. The full slice. Right. <laughs> they have no problem with eating asshole. Apparently. They'll eat an asshole, but not that piece of bread. I know. <laughs> I don't eat that bread either. Well, but you'll eat a girl's asshole all day, every day. Yeah. That's all I live That's for. How I stay young. <laughs> I remember oh. when eating ass was like a special thing. Now, <laughs> really? Yeah. There was what a time where it was like it was like you know. Take us back. Take us back. Yeah. <laughs> that was like ninety two. Is like. You're doing that. That means you. It means something. Now it's just another day. <laughs> that feels like to mean? me eating ass was totally graduate school. That yeah, is, that's, that is not that's the next level. Wait, well, shit. it's still varsity to me, you guys. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like to the kids to have your butt eaten is varsity level. Sure, to, me. to let a guy eat your butt is varsity level. For me, there's yeah. got to be a lot of trust there, right? Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> if you're like, can you imagine what if you're like <laughs> so uh, an eighth grader and you finger a girl and so you're like, now nah, I'm gonna eat your ass. Like you're fucking <laughs> other level, that's, right? That's what the kids are doing. <laughs> no, no, Dude, you don't now? understand. Oh, they're so far ahead of us. Really? Like. Have you guys? Any, you guys are always on the road, but these team tours now that they're doing at oh, the yeah, 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 like yeah. I used to get like blackballed for like three months because of the stuff <laughs> I would do on stage, and I didn't want to. I'd be like, clean, clean, nothing. <laughs> One pussy joke, boo, 
explode. The place would explode. <laughs> yeah. The sweat would go away, and you, I would just survive. And then I'd be like, "Dude, hey, what would you do up there? Those are kids, and I wouldn't get a spot for like three months." Of course. Now it's like they're like just go crazy because the kids have the internet. That's right. So now they're more evolved. They've seen everything. Everything. What's? I feel bad for girls. Yes. The are. place. Oh, the worst. The place where that totally blew my mind, and I didn't find this out until I was an adult. Hmm. I went to high school a couple hours north of Miami. But when I played the Miami Improv the first or second time a couple years ago, one of the managers was like my age, was like, yeah, I grew up here. And he brought up how they are so like oversexed in Miami from a young age that he said that... Of course. He said in sixth grade, everybody was fucking sucking. What? Sixth grade? grade, And I was like, no. He goes, oh, yeah, man. He goes, you were made fun of... If you weren't fucking you, in the sixth you grade, you just was, get your period. Do you like playing the Miami grade. Improv? No, it's all right. You're I, from there, so you probably do well. I'm not. I'm, I'm not from there. I, I. I mean, I'm from a few hours from there. I only did it. I did it a couple of times, and I had much better experiences than what I was told I was going to have. So maybe it's because my expectations were so low that I ended up having fun. But I haven't been back there in a couple of years. Why? They don't book me. They don't book white people. Like they. I, I'm for thankful for that. Act. Thank you. It's Thank hard. You. So, Sam, when what's the first thing you saw that you're like, I know that I'm a dark sider? Like, how did you get to the dark side of the force? I was very early. I, I this is gonna sound. Cr- I got my first blowjob in first grade. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, come on. From who? From these sex offenders down the street named the Gleason Sisters. <laughs> They were uh, their parents were two French Canadians and they barely spoke English. First grade. What? Yeah. They were your age, these girls? Yeah. Were... No. And they, wow. we didn't even know what we were doing. We were just wow. like, okay. Oh, they knew. Yeah. They, I mean, there were put... probably some shady shit went down, they but uh, yeah, the first grade, that was it. So and then th- I really had this weird high school years where I didn't have too many girlfriends. It was like a really weird thing. And then I got to college and then it just got crazy. Now, in high school, <laughs> Were you were you weren't having a lot of girlfriends? But were you a derelict? Were you like watching porn? And were you? Like, oh yeah, yeah, you were. Okay. Oh yeah, very early. I, I was looking at Playboy's very young age. Maybe that's why I just was just used to it. Yeah, in college you went fucking bananas. You know what's so funny about fun being funny is like as a guy, it's not sexy in high school. Yeah, humor isn't seen as sexy. Yeah, it's I, I, it was seen as more as retardation. Like uh, <laughs> like people were like, if I didn't know you, I think you were retarded. <laughs> Yeah. And then the minute I got to college, I mean, like the minute I stepped on campus, I same guy just couldn't beat him away. Exploded. And it, it was crazy. Exploded. It was a great time. It was a great time. And Vegas is probably a lot like Miami where like everything's active very quickly. Yeah. And the funniest thing about college, you just think that's going to live forever. I know. Don't now you as we get it? up the year, ah, I'm a weird guy. Like, I, Are I'm you dating ble- now? Yeah. You do. Yeah. I'm blessed that I... Live the full life, so I don't have any regrets of oh, I wish I would have done that, and yeah. I wish I would. I did it all. I, I now I'm happy just to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I was like sober, I mean, when I, I was know. like single, I would go out. I like if I got laid or I got to go home and take a, uh, a you know get something to eat and go to bed. Both of them were equally good. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I totally look at sleep as as like a sexy, sweet it's luxury. The best. It's, it's the best. such a great feeling. That's I guess getting older because <laughs> I I mean you think about it with our schedules. Like I was telling a guy last week who was like, he asked, like how you do? I go my same response is the, the same response I give to everybody. I'm tired, mm-hmm. and I go this is my schedule. We leave the West Coast. We go to the East Coast. You lose, you know, that that time. So you're when it's six a.m. is actually three a.m. They pick you up at six a.m. for radio. You haven't slept. You come back. You sleep till four p.m. You get something to eat. You shower. You do a show. The next morning you get up for press again. You crash. Saturday you sleep all day. Sunday you start to feel normal. The next morning you get up at six a.m. to catch a flight back here. Yeah, it's I, I, I just it's it's a horrible sleep schedule. It's and a so, horrible sleep schedule. And it's yes. week after week after week. And the radio thing is the worst. Oh my life! And I just want all of think, us. You got to be funny at six in the morning. Yeah, I just no. shot a movie and like my scenes all like they just want me to riff on shit. 
But they shot my scene first. It's like six in the morning. It's like, who's funny at six in the morning? Nobody. Nobody. Shoot my scene at the end when I've had like four coffees and I'm geared up and yeah. I can just start spitting them out. Well, and then they're like, what, are you tired? And you're like, well, first of all, you assholes know I work at night. Yeah. I'm, I'm nocturnal, pretty much. So you drag me out of bed. It's like asking a surgeon to do his job at two in the morning. Like, well, no. That's I'm not gonna so work. pissed off, man. I, I got woken up the other day by my neighbors boning. Oh, no. Yeah, like 11 in the morning. I'm like, have a little respect for people who don't have to work in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, uh, I did radio like a week ago where they go, uh, so the guy sits me down. He goes, all right. And I go, <laughs> what's up? Worse. And he's like, you're going to be funny, right? Oh, boy. And I go, yeah, man. He goes, <laughs> I'm not feeling funny right now. I don't feel it from you right now. And I go... <laughs> Holy shit, man. And then I have the, the, the club guy. He goes, he's a pro. He knows what he's doing. Like, we've done like five stations already. And he goes, all right, but I'm looking at him. I don't see Was that. he being serious? Yeah. yeah, he was like trying to bust. He was like. Ball goes, busting? Yeah, he goes, uh, I'm, I, I see like a serious look on his face. And I was like, are we doing this or not? And he was like, all right. And then he, you know, he came back from a break and, and was like, all right, we're here with oh, Funny Man. Da, 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 da. And I was like, Jesus, man. And then, of course, what I just did, he was like, he, he asked me these questions. He's like, what did you, uh, how, what, what would your high school guidance counselor say about you? And I was uh, like, he'd say he didn't do the work. And he was like, oh, really? I go, yeah, he'd probably say I should be doing radio. <laughs> and he just, his Man. face just dropped. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was like. <laughs> and that was the, the most fun part of that whole week was insulting the guy. the guy? Yeah, the only fun thing in the whole week. So oh. tell me this. So where was your mom? Are you raised by your dad or what happened? No, I was raised by my mom and my dad. She's oh, really? A, she's actually... She's a teacher. Yeah, she's a teacher. Well, she was a teacher, just retired. Armenian woman, nicest woman in the world. Cannot, you know, if you met her, you could not believe that I'm whom I am, <laughs> who my brother is. That ladies is just like if you're gonna bone a scumbag, that you're gonna have little, you're gonna have scumbag kids, man. Bad What's your boys bro make bad kids. What's your bro like? What? What's your bro like? My bro is like me. He's a little genetically better than me. Everything's a little tighter, a little uh-huh. cut, a little better looking. Probably hung a little bit more. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like. He's like a weird, like kind of like a libertarian version of me. Like he's conservative, but at the same time, like he used to own his own strip club that catered to black people. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, it was called Hypnotics in Phoenix. <laughs> and there's only like seven black people in Phoenix. What is it was he like doing the, now? The worst idea ever. Now he's selling real estate, but he's always itching to get back into it. These, your brother, like, there's so many people who like. They have this thing where, like, they own businesses, like they buy sandwiches. Like, it's yeah. like I was a fucking owner of this business. I'm out of that now. I'm in this business. I'm going to be back in that business. It's oh, incredible. Yeah. To I me. had a buddy who, uh, you know, he just got married. I don't see him as much. I used to name Nader. I don't know if you guys ever met yeah, Nader. Yeah, I remember He's him. He's like Persian. Played this character called Swarm of the Assing Persian in the show, <laughs> and uh, that guy literally had ninety jobs, mm. and he would go to school for these jobs. And then he, like, he owned an adult bookstore at one point. He had a real estate license. A, he was a, a medic, a mechanic, a teacher. He owned like this weird kind of store where like, independent people would come, and they each would have their own booth. And they'd say, like a million different jobs. Mm-hmm. My oh, Uncle yeah. Steve did that for years. Uh, it was like computer chips. He would sell it back to the Soviet, uh, back when the Soviet bloc was up. He would like... I forget who's shipping illegal computer yes. chips back, and, and then he stuff. got busted. Ink cartridges is huge in the Hungarian community. Really, now, like refilling them and selling them as though they're new. That's a huge yeah. One. That's like the craziest one I ever heard. Yeah, about. that's a friend of the family actually got oh, very right. wealthy doing that, all under the table. He's a hustler. Up, yeah, he ended up getting that's cancer. called a felony too. <laughs> and he didn't have health insurance or a driver's license. He was totally off the grid. That's but, a Joey Diaz style yeah. right there. That's but off the grid. Eventually, my uncle don't text me. My uncle hit a good business, and he ended up making legitimate money in Hungary. Mm-hmm. So it can work. Oh, yeah. These people that do all these jobs. The My favorite thing was when you text us about that, that shady shit that happened with that promoter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then after like seven times, you're like, please stop this. Joey Diaz is threatening <laughs> my life. And then Duncan and I were going, and then Duncan's like, please stop this. Joey Diaz is threatening my life. <laughs> you remember we were in the car? I was in the car, in the car with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So funny, dude. 
<laughs> he was so fucking angry. <laughs> Yo, bro, I'll fucking kill you. I've said this a thousand uh, times. I'm sure you've had to do this. A Rogan gig where you got to follow Joey Diaz. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, worst oh, yeah. thing ever. I followed everybody a thousand times. Yeah. I mean, I, when I first got picked up at the comic store, I had to follow Joe Rogan doing an hour and a half, Eddie Griffin doing three hours. Uh, you know, you <laughs> name it, I had to follow them, and I had to get the crowd back. The hardest spot I've ever had is San Jose, Joey Diaz going up, 10 minutes of the best ass-eating material I've ever heard, <laughs> like fine-tuned ass-eating. And, and, you know, when you follow Joey Diaz at a, a Joe Rogan show, that's like a featuring or middling for Van Halen, but the opening act is David Lee Roth. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? He's kicking yeah. out some Panamas yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah. Then they bring you out, and you're like Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. What I try, Here's the thing I figured out. First of all, you have to not try to follow him. You try to clean the slate and be like, you guys know me too, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, this is a whole new show. Mm -hmm. Because if you're trying to be like, I'm going to fucking hit it hard like him, it's, it's going to go down even harder. Like, it's going to sink fast. He is, he's like a tornado. Yeah, he's his own, and you, you can't follow him. And really, by the way, every follow. time I've gone with Rogan somewhere, you know, it's, not, it's like once every few months, he's like, do you want to come to Seattle? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Every time he tweets it, like, I'm coming to Seattle. I'm bringing Segura. I see underneath, like, 100 tweets are like, are you bringing Diaz, too? <laughs> like, it'd be better if you brought Diaz. Yo, you like, they, they only want to see Diaz. Oh, they love him. Yeah, dude. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing like him. There's nothing like him. The energy and just, like, it's just it's insanity. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, talk about a guy who... Like, if podcasting never had happened, mm. would anyone have heard of him? You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, this yeah. weird this thing. This is the thing that's, that's done it the most for him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously he, he's talented and all that stuff, but it's like this, this medium that didn't exist at one time suddenly well, exists and he's taking advantage of thank it. You God. want to talk about it like somebody who can just talk. Like you can bring up any time. I mean, the, one of the things he made me laugh the hardest I've ever laughed in my life, he just asked me, like, where's Christina this week? And I go, Christina's in Knoxville or something, you know? And he was like, Knoxville, Knoxville. 1987. <laughs> I was, and he had a fucking 30-minute story about it that had me in tears about getting blown in the bathroom of a comedy club and, and then the girl's husband was in the audience. It was the craziest shit ever. And that came from, where's your wife this week? So and then, you know, he'll ask me, like, where are you going, where are you going this week? And I'll be like, I'm going to... Uh, Richmond, Virginia. Oh, Richmond. In uh, 91, I was doing a fuck. And he'll bring up, like, I was, I was selling dope. From the man's lived yeah. a life. He has a story about every city that you can, you can name. I want to start a petition to get the president to basically take away his felonies mm -hmm. so that he could... Travel the world? So he could at least travel to Canada. Yeah. Because yeah. I think Canada would like to see Joey Diaz. Oh, they would love to see Joey Diaz. A parental pardon? Somebody in some city... Was like, um, oh, I started a, a Kickstarter to pay off one of his warrants in, a, in, uh, in some city where he's not allowed to go. To. It was like a $10,000 warrant. <laughs> what a life, dude. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, man. That was a rough gig. There's been some, I've had some crazy gigs where right in the middle of it, I'm like, I'm eating dog's dick right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's, I use that on the road, I, I, have a, I do very well. But there was a couple. I did a, I did a gig at, in Fort Lauderdale where my feature did 40 minutes. The so opener nice. did 15. I had a guest spot of 10. Then the feature did 40 minutes. I walk out to checks being dropped. Oh, my which God. Which is the worst. But did you say something afterwards? Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't remember. I talked to him later on down the line because he was bitching that someone had said he'd done that to him. And he's like, no way I did that. And I go, well, you did that to me. He's like, I did. So I, I don't know, man. I, I, I just recently had to work with somebody who I worked with before, who opened for me before, and like who I've never asked for. And when I worked with him the first time, he was doing 45-minute sets. So I pulled the manager before the week started. And I was like, here's my experience with this person last time. I was like, I don't want him to do 22. I don't want him to do 24. I want him to do 20 minutes on the dot. Because I know if I say do 20 minutes, he's still going to go over. And that was the only way I was able to. I, didn't, I go, I'm not, a, I'm not addressing a comment. I'm not babysitting him. You run the show, right? It's your club. 
you take care of that shit. Wow, like, Stern Segura, I've never <laughs> seen that. I was pretty, I was pretty fired up, man. Yeah, oh, you got to, man, because these guys don't have your best interest. They want to see the show. Don't care. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. talking about the clubs. Don't care. They don't care about what's going on. I did a gig in uh, Texas. I flew in, the, and the owners like, or the manager is like. Yeah, we brought on this really strong feature. Want to see if you're able to follow them? I'm like, oh, why? What is what, what is this? Yeah, what is that? Why are we doing this? And I've said this before uh. on podcast, but I feel like Jet Li, and I'm just going dojo to dojo, yeah, fighting man. everybody's kung fu masters. What, what, <laughs> what philosophy is that for a it show? It doesn't make any sense. It's just this hatred of Los Angeles and the fact that we yeah. have balls enough to move here mm. and lay it on the line. That these other people who don't have the nuts to do it want to show us right. that if they want to, they, they could be out yeah, there. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Of course. Um, it's so ridiculous. Uh, a quick reminder um, and, a, and a thank you to everybody that got uh, bonus number two. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, bonus number two is uh, available um, on CD Baby and on iTunes. Um, it is with Christina's dad. Mm. And uh, you guys got it all the way up into the top five last awesome. week. Awesome. So for those of you that didn't uh, hear any of it, uh, here he is. I bought um, about jeans. blue jeans through the years, and I hated them because it's blue. And it reminds me of my kids when I was working in a... a, a a mechanic apprentice and everything was fucking blue uh-huh. so and it's the same material yeah and so i never really liked the jeans i didn't think jeans is something that i would put on myself other than at work uh-huh. mm. and now i see if i go to a, a, a mall and, and counting that nine out of ten people have jeans on to me, it's something that I don't want to wear. I'm just, I, I associated in my mind with uh, my, uh, uh, I didn't want to be a mechanic. So I, I just, that just reminds me of that, that time. Sure. So I it's never impressive. really liked jeans. Sure. I liked jeans when I was probably 14 or so, 15, and I loved jeans. I was crazy about jeans. But now I put it on, every, everybody's telling me, oh, you look so good in jeans. And I'm thinking, fuck, this is just hanging off of me. This is, I don't like jeans. It's not comfortable. It's either too tight or too big. Yep. You have to have something to hold it up to your waist. <laughs> I don't like. I know jeans are terrible. Like would it. you would you rather have them tight or loose? Loose, loose. I wow. used to wear tight ones. Used to wear <laughs> yeah. tight ones back when I was in the eighties. Yeah. Tight jeans, real fucking tight. It was so tight that my dick was hurting. That was that was. Uh, that's from. Bonus number yeah. two. Yeah. So who is that? Or are we not allowed to say? That's Christina's dad. dad. Really, yeah. the man who raised me. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's what every mime and tranny sounds like. <laughs> Wait, what? My dad's accent yeah. or the voice? Sounds like uh, like if a mime actually talked, that's what they would sound like. <laughs> that's hysterical. Uh, so. you actually, you know, they're just stopped and they're like, "Let's talk." Maybe. It's it's so funny. The bonus is so funny, and um, we play Tom or Black. Yeah, you know, my dad loved that. He loved playing that. Should we play that with Sam? Yeah, let's play. Let's, let's play okay. Tom or Black. Okay, I'll play. Um, <laughs> if you get bonus number two, don't forget. For those of you who didn't get bonus number one, yes, that's with Top Dog and Charo. Here's a little sample of Top Dog. Part of enjoying life. Yeah. Is to make the most out of everything that you do. You see lions out in the Serengeti when they stake out their territory, you know, with sure. their scent. It's what I do. Anytime I start blowing farts, you know, 30 minutes later, I'll be dropping one in. Did you just fart? Did you just fart in your hand? This was a real squirter. Drop my load. Just chill and take a dump. He's the Oprah of shitting. Absolutely. Kind of the Dr. Oz of the radio network. You know the wipes people use to clean like their countertops? Industrial strength. Always use the handicap stone. It's hard to hold your cheeks together when you're walking downstairs. The cheeks don't stay closed on the butt. <laughs> the toilet seat covers work great. It did the job. He gave me great advice on how to wipe. If you wipe too hard, like I, you, you get dingleberries. <laughs> you need to wipe down. Wipe down. Mm-hmm. Wipe down. <laughs> <laughs> now, weren't we talking last night, Tommy, about your your dad's wiping techniques? Yeah, and how he really it's, does wipe down. 
it's he wipes down and it's very aggressive. I've seen it a few times. What? Yeah. <laughs> what do you well, mean you've seen it? Have you asked to study it? No, well, I've seen my dad like the doors open. He's like, yeah, get me that magazine or something. And I'm like, all right. And I've seen him. He he doesn't fold toilet. Pa- I fold toilet paper. I've seen him bunch most, it up. Most humans do. And reach underneath his bag and then really aggressively go like that, like like super aggressive. That's so interesting. <laughs> I know. I, like, I think everyone goes up. That's what I thought the right, rule was. Right. You're supposed to wipe the brown Ow. up and away, yeah. not into your balls. I think he's done both, but I've seen him do this, like I said, mashed paper and just like, like he's trying to sand something down, like, you know, like sanding wood down. He's like, Argh. and just dropped the paper and it looks terrible. It looks terrible. Did you say anything after you studied his wiping technique? Like, I, like he Get out of here. <laughs> now you know, and knowing's half the battle. Anything like that? He's so like like if I say something to him, I'm sure I have. He's probably been like, ah, yeah, like just completely blown off what I said. Oh um, man, that's so interesting. I never asked my dad for his wiping technique. Well, yeah, yeah, my know. dad. I think it is important. Do you talk to your dad about stuff? Are you guys very close? Yeah, we are close. I, I talk to him. I mostly just want to talk about his gambling. Is he a good advice guy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I also know he's made a lot of mistakes in his life. So, I mean, (laughs) he doesn't have to say a lot. I've learned from his actions. You know what I'm saying? He's an interesting guy. But we've never had the poop talk. Really? Hmm. I don't think he's the guy to have a poop talk. Even though he's a derelict, I think there's also <laughs> this like weird kind of conservatism with him too. You know, where we we just don't talk about those stuff. He's a white guy. He, he he's Italian. Oh, he's Italian. Okay. He's Italian. My mom is Ar- Armenian. Wow. Yeah. Here's my dad. Here's this another one you like. Do you? Oh, have- I was good yesterday. I didn't make it. I mean, I was. You know, it was just ugly. I, I had to go, and. You know, I misread the sign in the hotel. Yeah, and had to go down the stairs, and I, I, I was squeezing the cheeks going down the stairs. Yeah, and then went into one of these places, you know, where the, you know you rush in, but it's one of these handicap stalls. Mm-hmm. It's an extra five feet before you get to the yeah, and it was five feet too far. Five feet too far. Yeah. <laughs> He shit his pants when he was with me. It was ridiculous. It happens, man. Yeah. When's the last time you shit yeah. your pants? I'm trying to think about the last time I shit my pants. Hmm. It's been a it's been a couple years. A couple. Yeah. Only. Yeah. Interesting. I it was one of those things where you just you're holding and then it just attacks. <laughs> and then you got, you know, because I live I have to go up a whole huge flight of stairs hmm. to get to where I want to. I, and I don't even think that was the incident. I think I thought it was a fart. Did, That's always what it. I did it in it our. Like, boom! I'm like, use I could tell. I take take a lot of pride, and I could know. I could either squeak out a little when I want to fart, but this time I just lost it. <laughs> that first this year was my that first week of juicing. Mm-hmm. We threw that one powder in there. Mm-hmm. It was just straight. I, I went to fart in the kitchen, and just water came out, just mm-hmm. straight brown. Water. Oh, dude! When I used to drink, I used to piss out my asshole all the time. I'm like, that's not healthy. No. That is a God telling you this is not right. Was there ever blood in your stool? I've never shipped blood. Thank That's God. Good. I've That's never good. shipped blood. I pissed blood one more time, almost fainted, and then I'm like, I'm going to hold out. If I pee again and it's blood, I'm going to hot. <laughs> Didn't see blood. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, I've been very blessed with some of that stuff. Now, do you want to do... Uh, okay. How are your teeth? Let's talk about your teeth. My teeth are- this is a dental update. Oh, uh, just wanted to get my teeth done. Thought oh. I was going to get my ass kicked because I don't floss as much as I should have. Sam. I know. You I went there and I'm like, this could be the worst teeth you've ever seen in your life. And she's like, it's not nearly that bad. I've really? seen more. And she's like working on my teeth. She's like, is this hurting you? I'm like, no. She's like, okay. Usually most people would be crying. She's like, it's not as bad as I thought. Okay. Do you have a bunch of cavities? No, here's a great story. Wow. As a child, I had cavities every day. As soon as I left my my childhood dentist, went to a new dentist, mm. never had another uh, cavity. That motherfucker was paying off his mortgage of by drilling holes in my teeth. Of yes. course he was. Of Absolutely. course. And, and they're notorious for that. If you go to a dentist and the first time the dentist tells you you got all these cavities... You have to go get a second opinion. Have yeah, to. They lie. Because they will fuck. There's dentists out there that are just like, I got a boat. I need. I got this car. Yeah. I got to fucking pay this shit off. And you got 13 cavities. Yeah, right? I had 13. Yeah. I never yeah. had one after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy, that guy was fucking. Armenian dentist? Or no, white? no, no. Just straight up. This one. White see, I grew up thinking I was white. Mm. 
Mm. I thought I was white. Mm. <laughs> you sound disappointed by that. You're like, well, you and your you mom and dad seem disappointed. <laughs> um, I thought I was white until I moved to L.A. Yeah. And I was doing stand-up at a place called the Hustler Cafe back with this guy, Jenny Montana. He's a run, he used to talk like this. He's a run the show. And uh, I was doing stand-up about how hard it is to be a white guy in America. Mm. I got off stage. Paul Mooney pulls me aside and goes, oh, homie. Oh, homie. You... You ain't white. You's Armenian. You's a nigga. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, I'm like, I was like, I, I was pretty happy that the guy known for the N-word just called me the N-word. I thought yeah. that was pretty fucking cool. But that was the first time I realized that in Los Angeles, I'm not a white guy. That's, that's unfortunate. And now when I travel the road, I realize I don't think anyone sees me as a white guy. They don't see me as white either because of my Polak last name. Really, I'm other you're than white, right? But Pajitsky, it's an immigrant name, and they assume I'm a dirty, filthy immigrant Polak. Really? Yeah. So how is so? You you said you you thought it was going to be worse, uh, and you had no fillings this time, no cavities. I haven't had a filling or anything huh. since high school. Wonderful. That's great, man. Nothing. Lucky. Very good. That's very well, you good. Got a floss. Let's um. Let's do. Yeah, let's get through this. Okay, we gotta, we gotta Tom or this Black. Up. Let's do this. Ready? Ready. This episode. I'm the one that had the elephants roosting in trees. Shit, man, that's Tom Segura. Buns, he was a for real grimy nigga. And you think I give a fuck about a motherfucking red light? Oh, oh. Faggot cop can't touch me. Ah! I'm smoking weed, speeding, all that, dog. Fuck that, that's me. I put trademarks around your fucking eyes. It's time for Tom or Black. Nigga's a fucking joke, nigga. All right. Uh, Do you make these all yourself? Who no. makes you these? That that was made by uh, the Matchman Ryan Match, good buddy of ours. Uh, helps out with the show. Yeah, he made it's, he made it. It's awesome, right? I love it, man. Yeah, he did a great <laughs> so job. So much fun, huh? Right. I know. All right. So this is how we play the game. We play you an audio clip, and okay. you tell us if it's me or a black guy. So. There's now, only, is this actually could be you saying it, or it is could it be me. someone saying what you've said before? No, it could be me. Okay. Or it could be... A real black person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's the game. Pretty easy, right? Yep. All right. Here we go. This shit should be easy! I'm going to go black person. Okay. Black person. Black person. All right. Oh, so we, we do a bunch of these, and you can tell me my score? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. I feel like a, a test dummy right now. Like, hey, thanks. One more time. Sure. Sorry. Hey, thanks. I'm gonna go Tom. Okay. Tom. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. No, no, that's good, well, man. We'll see. That's good. <laughs> it's your last rendezvous. One more time. It's your last rendezvous. I'm gonna go black person. Okay. Mm. Oh no. Oh. All right. Yeah. He's like a son to me, man. Tom. All right. We're almost there. God damn it. I'm going to go black person. We go ride tonight. Tom. I, I'm assuming I'm flunking the shit out of this. Why? I mean, why? why? I don't know. I don't know why. I, I think you're doing, you're following your intuition. Oh, this is so positive. Is that your manager? Yeah. No, this is my phone. Wow. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? It's not me. Uh, maybe it's is me. it you, Bunt? Yeah. Real professional. Shit, like an asshole. What's going on here? You. I think that's good. Okay, ready? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, wait, hold on. So the first one, this clip is, this shit should be easy. Mm-hmm. You said, this shit should be easy. A black guy. Did I say black you guy? Said black you guy. said black guy. black guy. Mm-hmm. And that is correct. It this is This shit should be easy. You got it. Thank you. Nice job, man. <laughs> the next clip was, hey, can this you? Your last round of- oh, is that the next one? Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Here's this, this is the next clip. Hey, thanks. And uh, you said. Sam said, that's Tom. Yes. And you are. Correct. Oh man! Here's the full clip. You guys clip. are good at this. You Here's guys the are full good. clip. Hey, thanks. When are you gonna bring back my staple gun, man? I'm trying to finish a gazebo. God damn. 
It's me. It's wow. good, right? You've You're a, a man of a thousand voices. You've got a, <laughs> you've got a good ear. The okay. next is... Last round. This is your last rendezvous. You said... Black. Black. I, this could be wrong. You got it right. You got oh. it right. Sam so far, like you three are out of three. crushing What's it. the record, by the way? The, the record is, I think... Four out of six or five out of six? My it's, dad did pretty good, didn't he? he? Nah, I think or he ended your up, dad did. One of them, yeah. No, they still got two wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, son, isn't it? like a son to me, man. Sam said Tom. Yeah. Yes. You got that wrong. I think Craig, that is a black person. Oh, wow. He's like a son to me, man. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how close God. my husband sounds to a black person. It really is. I know. Next clip. Was, uh, which God one? damn it. This is the next clip. God damn it. And you said. Black. Black. And you <laughs> are correct. That's oh, right. You yeah. got it. I thought the hammer good. was coming. Uh, we'll give, you the, <laughs> full, the we'll give you the full clip here. See if you can, see if you can tell me what's going on <laughs> while this audio is happening. God damn it. God damn it. Are you getting high? No. That's, that's a black guy. Who just uh, came on camera? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Where do you get these clips from? All over. <laughs> do you go on blackpeopletalk.com? <laughs> I said, guys, say something real quick. I record you. Yeah. Um, All right, ride tonight. Yeah, this is the next clip. We gonna ride tonight. Sam said, Tom. You said me. Yes. You think that's me? We gonna ride tonight. Yes. You got it right. Oh, oh. Sam. Man, crushing yeah. this game. At some point, I was like, I'm going too much back and forth. I don't know. You're, you're, you're crushing it. Really, and then there's only one left, mm. right? Yep. One left, and it's. What's going on here? You said Tom. Yes. And here's the full clip. I know this house. I came down here. I saw all the limbs and things, right? And I saw a hole in the window. I said, What's going on here? <laughs> so they said, Your knees in the hospital. I thought it was in. So you got that one wrong, buddy. But you did you great. Did Four out of six. No, I'm sorry. Right? Five out of seven. Five out of seven. You did That's great. That's phenomenal. I'm good almost job. Hall of Famer oh, at this wow, point. Wow, really that was good. great. Thank Sam Tripoli. Very oh, good. Man. Now, do you edit all that? <laughs> we edited all that, yeah. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very impressed. Uh, yep. well, thank I know you why your play. guys' podcast is do- does so well. So successful. What's going on here? What's going on? I want to get blackringtones.com. <laughs> Sammy, um, this was so much fun, man. Thank you for coming Thank and doing you, the show. You know what? Uh, even though it cost me a Southwest ticket to fly out here, <laughs> I would love it and I would do it anytime. Yeah, You're the best. It's great. Again. It's great seeing you. Um, anything else? Anyone want to plug anything? I just say? really, uh, August 15th, 16th, 17th, uh, come out and see myself, Gareth, uh, and Vicky from the Nice Show podcast. At uh, High on Trees at the Underground. I'd love to Dude, have everybody come out. It's gonna, you're going to sell out. And, I hope. And TDOT is, does it right. Toronto is such a good town. And everybody that came out and saw me when I was there, uh, we sold out every show. Please go see Sam Tripoli. Very excited. Guys, congrats on uh, everything. I see you guys are doing kicking ass. <laughs> no, so you guys funny. do kick ass. No, this is fun. This you is guys fun. are the Same number one. I'm saying it right now. Number one comedy <laughs> couple. Yeah. Who beat you guys? Nobody. 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 You guys could flip who headlines. You got I, I don't know anybody who's like that. Yeah. Is there anybody like that? There's really like usually one strong mm. and one weak and one carries the other, but you guys are equally funny. Uh, thanks, Sam. Thanks, buddy. That's what anytime that. we love you. And, love you and we have a dog. You know? And you have a dog. The dog could open. The dog could <laughs> open. All right. Well, um, that's it. Mommies. Thanks, guys. We'll see you uh, in a couple days. Love you. Bye. Bye, jeans. Get the fuck out and don't come back.